check, 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 check. You like that? You want to marry your fart? Check, check. Hello, hello. Check, check, check. Check, 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 check. I do like your. Is it a Kindle? Plug in for my headphone thing, and I left it at the house. Oh, good job. Good job. It's great. That's a very Chuck thing to do, dude. Nothing went right. What's a very Chuck thing to do? He bought a dongle to plug in for his. And I keep leaving it. Shove a headphone jack in there. I keep trying to remember to bring it to you, and I forgot. It is a Chuck. It's terrible. Damn it! It's very. It's. It's very Chuck. He's rubbing off. Gross. I fucking hate you guys. He's rubbing one out. <laughs> check. 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 I didn't get to do a sound. Usually Hello. I go around the table and do a sound check before Hello. everybody gets here. Really? Yeah, and then I have to adjust it because Elaine likes to keep the mic all the way back. Yeah, I know. She likes to talk like this right here. She, she, I she fucking fu- quit. She fucking Stevie, <laughs> Stevie Nicks is around the room. <laughs> Whatever. I gotta get the creative juices flowing. <laughs> I'm fucking over here on the knob. Jesus Christ. Gold. (sighs) We didn't do the 10 seconds beforehand either. Remember we used to do this? Yeah. Yeah. I used to make everybody sit here and shut the fuck up while I did. Let's do the 10 seconds right. Three, two, one. Okay, we can talk uh-huh. to you. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> That's staying in. Fuck you, Adam Bryant. Suck a fart out of my dick. And John will shatter you too. Can he? No, Adam Bryant can shotgun the fart that he sucked out of my dick into your mouth. You like that? God, that's neat. That's so specific. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two people that I know for sure listen now. Yeah. Well, just you're shitting on our two yeah. listeners. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> Friday evening, baby. Yeah. Opening this here. Delish Strawberry Kiss. Ooh. I had a Star Blast. By Bang Energy Drink. Well, I love the name of that. What's it the taste delish? like? Delish. It's good. You want to try it? There you go. Yeah. Have fun. Praise Jesus. I don't have COVID. Good, good, good. I might. I don't think I do. It's very possible that I have COVID. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's always possible that I have that's it. That's so good. I know. I've been taking a lot of D. Yeah, I take a lot. Yeah, you have. I was going to leave that there because we're talking about health now. Yeah. It's not time for dick jokes, that Charles. Kind of reminds well, it's always me. time for dick jokes. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of the strawberry cream savers. Yes. Oh, God, they're man. so good. Remember cream savers? I remember cream savers. Fucking good. What Pepperidge happened? Farm remembers. <laughs> Why don't we have them anymore? Do you guys remember the ocean spray candies? Ooh, they were God. hard cranberry juice flavor. Oh my God, Disgusting. they were good. Delicious. I've never, I don't think I've ever had them. But they sound oh, they delicious. They so good. They do sound good. Fucking oh, cranberry. Why this do you guy hate cranberry? Like because they're just, I like them I, across the Because he likes urinary tract infections. Yeah, I was like, are you afraid <laughs> somebody might think you're on your period? I mean, I have them so often that I must love them. I do love in that. In the summer, I keep a urinary tract. In, in the departed. Then you should drink some cranberry yeah. juice, sir. In the departed, they think it's something about the period because they're a bunch of dumb dudes. Yeah. Know that it's for urinary tract infections, which yeah. dudes do get. Yeah. Right. But not as much as chicks. Chicks just leave old cum in there. and makes <laughs> Right? That's what it causes it? Mm-hmm. Old cum? <clears throat> something like it. I love that part of the departed. <laughs> See, there's guys you can hit. 
And there's guys you can't hit. And there's some guys. That's almost a guy you can't hit. (laughs) But not quite. I'm making a ruling. You don't fucking hit him. I think it's my favorite movie. I love it. I think if I had to pick one, that's it. It's so good. Have you watched any Woody Allen films? No. Nope. I want to watch a documentary film. You should watch it. You just start. Woody Allen's getting ready to blow up again. It's going to be great. Yeah. You just start watching Woody Allen movies. (laughs) Has the uh, documentary come out yet? Parts of it have. Oh, what, are, okay. what are you talking about? There's a <laughs> HBO documentary about Woody Allen being a massive pedophile. Allen yes. versus Pharaoh. Oh God! But Mia Pharaoh is a fucking flake. That's, she was so weird. That's the thing, dude. I don't know. Who I'm not believe. saying. No, wait, wait, wait. That's not saying that that excuses what Woody, Woody Allen. I was going to say. No, at all. <laughs> at we all. know. We know at for all. sure. But she's just very strange. that he did marry. Uh, he did marry his daughter. Not his daughter. Sugi. His stepdaughter. Oh. Right. He. They never. He was never married to Mia Pharaoh. Oh, then why is that like the Because it was Mia, Mia Farrow's adopted dog. She's not, she Farrow's was never attractive. attractive. Mia Farrow? Never. I thought she was pretty cute. Ugh. Does that excuse him perhaps maybe sure. molesting her children? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're not cute, the kids are cute. What are you going to do? She was hideous in fucking Rosemary's Baby. I thought she was cute. Ugh. That pixie cut and big black circles under her eyes and weighing 20 pounds. I'm like, no, nah, you can have it. It's just it's a Polanski film. And it's a good one, too. Is it Polanski? Yes. Yeah, it is. Plenty. This is probably his most famous movie. Yeah, yeah. I you know, we all I know what he did. Call her hot. Yeah. She, she was cute. She was adorable. Uh, I like her with the little pixie, like the really short hair. I just can't. I can't she has like a little Twiggy vibe going. I don't. Twiggy's Twig. disgusting too. She was ugly. why because she's skinny. Who's Twiggy? Yes. Why do you care so much? I don't think they're ugly. I'm allowed. To, I'm allowed to like what I like and dislike what I, I know. Dislike. But disgusting. I'm like, kidding. That's of so course. hard. We're on the show. What do you want me to do? Not be hyperbolous on this fucking show. Maybe just yeah, dial it is, back. This three is the notches. hyperbolic chamber. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Hyperbolic Chamber was already a title. Damn it. it I mean, we could do part two. <laughs> we could just start calling the show Hyperbolic Chamber. It's true. I wonder if anybody's done that. Maybe. If that's a show. Hyperballing. Can... We're hyperballing. Ugh. I like that, too. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. I don't. <laughs> the, yeah, Get the, that uh, out there. The, uh, <laughs> oh, he's so proud. <laughs> I've named it was good. so many episodes. <laughs> I really have. I mean, if it's genuine, thanks. If not, you know. It, see, you didn't slow clap. Congratulations on naming episodes of a show that nobody listens to. <laughs> there you go. It's something. You did it. Feather in my head. Here's your bottle of water. <laughs> it's like George Costanza with his frogger. It's what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about the... If, I don't know. I mean, I, we do know that he did He did bag up Sun Yi as soon as he possibly could. How old was I, she? She was... I guess when they got married, she was twenty-one. Oh, really? Yeah. But he what year her. was this? But he did sort so of help. Weird. He was there. Yeah, like yeah. him and Mia Farrow never lived together. They lived in apartments across from each other. That's so odd. And like you're a. I mean, they were multi, 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 multi millionaire. Was he? Do you like New York that much to where was you he just at want that an point? apartment? Yeah. By the late seventies, yeah, that was pretty early. They they started hooking up around the late seventies, right? So she was really good. And his favorite movie, my favorite movie of his, I could say, is uh, Radio Days. I love that movie. Have you ever seen that one? I've only seen a few of his movies. I, I really Seth can't Green think is of in that movie. Them, Seth Green's in fair. that movie, and he's it's basically his childhood in the forties, growing up. Diane Weist is in it. Uh, Joey Cav, uh, Joey Kavner. Um, fuck, who else is in that movie? Mia Farrow's in it But not as a main character She was like a 
it was all these different vignettes about the radio shows, and she was this uh, woman with who was a silent film star, but her voice was terrible. So she coached her voice. And, uh, I mean, I've heard like, his movies are very funny. His movies are good, man. but I've just never. Uh, there's a few separate of them the art from the person. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I still listen to Gary Glitter every day. But why aren't we allowed to appreciate Kevin Spacey's work? <laughs> I do. I do. I think he's great. I watched Seven last week. I don't give a fuck. Suck fucking usual suspects. You he's fucking a, kidding he, me? he was a gay dude trying to fuck gay dudes. I'm sorry if one of them was a little young. Sometimes they start young. I don't know. That's when we get into it. That's something that was not in that documentary, the Punky Brewster one. Oh, they, she didn't mention any of that stuff. Maybe she didn't get it. Have you guys that seen stuff? that? Some people what don't are you get talking that. About? Punky Brewster yeah. made a documentary called called Kid Ninety, and it's just she kept extensive video diaries and and she went and she sealed them until like now and then she well long enough to do the show you know create it and she had a bunch of recordings all these child stars like all her friends were you know it's a who it was a who's who of nineties kids you know and and then even into the two thousands like. You know, she hung out with the kids in Kids, that movie that, you know. Chloe Sevigny and all those. Yes. Well, she wasn't in it. She Dawson. wasn't in it. But the kid who played Casper, who I despised. It's just me, baby. Uh, Casper. God, I couldn't stand him. He was a, but I mean, I felt bad because I hated them so bad when they would do a character because I couldn't separate the, the actor from the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they all seemed like genuinely nice, sweet people, you know, so. But what was the. The videos, like, it's just, is a, it just it's a, a diary. It's a little documentary, okay. and it showed her hanging out. Like, uh, that's really cool. Charlie Sheen took her virginity. Fuck yeah, he did. God damn it, Charlie, you're the man. Fucking Charlie. Fucking Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I think. Fuck it was, yeah, dude. It was post. Fuck yeah. It was post. Uh, I think it was post breast reduction. Like she, had, they, she did. Uh, Charlie, she did a whole thing. Get there earlier. That. And I felt bad for her. Like, it was a whole like. Because it was traumatizing for her. Because she went from like a, a C cup to like an F cup Fuck in yeah. like two years. Fuck yeah, dude. And she's tiny. I'm talking about. She's like barely five feet tall. Yeah, that's great. Oh, and she weighs awesome. 100 pounds. So she was getting all this unwanted attention for older, from older men and stuff. And I was just like, that does suck. That sucks. How old was she when her, when her boot? Like, like 15. Oh, she was 15 that then? sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt, couldn't relate. You know, <laughs> it was her it's no Yeah, Lenny, you're a big tit animal. <laughs> what do you <laughs> I was 13. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that sucks. It fucking sucked. And I think, I don't, I think you mentioned this on your podcast, like the parents just automatically assuming you're a slut. Yeah, that was on the, uh, the about uh, Tika Whalen, the one character. God damn it. It was terrible. Like I went from not needing like training bras or anything to just like coming back to school and having like in lingerie, <laughs> having underwire. <laughs> and you probably got harassed a lot. I was, what's that movie where the girl like, it was like her, it was uh, Rosie O'Donnell, I think Christina oh, um, Ritchie. Now and then? Yes. And she's Why like. Why do I know that? <laughs> I had she, no clue. And she like tapes him. movie. I watched She like mom. tapes him up and I'm like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> it was terrible. Christina Ritchie. Played sports had, with him too. Yeah. yeah. Christina Ritchie had huge boobs. Yeah. Still does. I thought she got them reduced. They're I think bi- she They're did. big for her frame. But she's tiny. But she I think she tiny, did tiny, get tiny a reduction. What is it? I think she did get a reduction. I tell you what, they look great in Black Snake Moan. They're almost out the entire time. I've dude. never seen that movie. It's tremendous. Aaron, you'll that. love it. I've watched it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I forgot about it. I guess we should start the show. Whatever. There it is.
shuffling of the mic there. It's you. It's you, Me. pal. Put your headphones up. Thanks a lot. The intro is 12 minutes. Just us talking. Is. 12 minutes. It's the equivalent of fucking the, the, the story be, of my life by fucking social distortion. This would be an ad so long right now. If we were popular enough to have sponsors, we'd be talking about Blue Chew or Raycon or something now. What's that uh, That uh, podcasting program that they keep uh, talking about on podcasts? I don't like, know. It's a program that does all the work for you. you just, I guess you got to pay a little bit, but it... Oh, it's uh I don't know which podcast it's on. I'll think of it. It's it's like a internal um it's almost like Slack or like I don't know, like an internal podcast. What? But I was listening to, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to uh some some geeks talking on this uh podcast and they're talking about how like you can get sponsors pretty easy with it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, Nobody is going to touch us with a ten foot pole. I don't, I don't know. Man. <laughs> there are worse podcasts out there. Are you sure? Well, yeah. There's like white supremacist podcasts. There's black Israelite podcasts. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck both of them. It's going to bother me. I want to find. They want you to guest star on it. Sure. <laughs> I, I've heard the black Israelites are big fans of ours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for it. We got some weird demographics. Whatever. Can you imagine a black guy screaming at white dudes in Brooklyn with his earbuds in listening to us? You are the devil. Man, these crackers are making He's got a PFR t-shirt. That would be awesome. That was an underground thing. It started making the rounds in cities like, what's PFR? Don't you wish you knew? That would be great. I wish it was an underground thing. I love this show. I just wish that white bitch would shut the fuck up. Get in the kitchen. Make the boys some sandwiches. And you know, they have some good ideas. I don't, I'm not saying. They're not wrong. What are you, Mart Shot? Mart Shot. Yes. Uh, the Nazis had great ideas. They just went too far. It's like, what? She, she said that. In the 80s, everybody's like, oh, Marge. Go pet your big stupid dogs. Yeah, she had the big uh, St. Bernard's. Big St. Bernard's that she brought to the games. She was the owner of the Cincinnati Reds, who How happened to be my favorite team. Money? I don't know. I mean, it was unreal. That, that's you have to be unreal rich. She's a uh, she's a Russian fertilizer magnate. 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 Uh, you can pronounce it the other way too. Who are you talking about? Marge Shot. She was the owner of the Cincinnati Reds, and she said some horrible, awful things. She was a living, breathing gaff. That's what she was. I mean, just a, a horrid. Something was going to happen. Put a microphone in front of her. Half the people are going like, the other half are going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was always, I mean, I was just a kid. Like, whenever her, she uh, burst into the mainstream just because she start, started saying dumb things. Like, and what did she say? She said that uh, the Nazis had good ideas, but they just took them too far. That was one of, that's one of those things. She really said that. That's kind of hilarious. <laughs> now, if it's a joke, that's hilarious. I've said that. <laughs> no, it wasn't a joke. I mean, I've it said that, joke. but I've not. I don't mean it. I mean, some of them are okay, but Marge S C. Okay, Marge S C H O T T. Yep. 
She was Margaret Carolyn Unwerschott. She was German. Uh, was an American <laughs> managing general partner and president and CEO of Major League Baseball Cincinnati Reds from 84 to 99. Second woman to own a North American. She is should during, be a feminist icon. Is that during the Big Red Machine? Yeah. yeah. Well, not in the set. What's her last name? Uh, Schott. S-C-H-O-T-T. It's, there it is. They reformed like a Big Red Machine in the late 80s, and they won a World Series then. So they started calling the Big Red I Machine. Was, I was going to wear the Red Team won picture. a World Series. They won them in the seventies. Yes, she'd smoke. Oh, oh yeah, she loves smoking. That's like everyone's grandma in West Virginia. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's mammal. Everybody, that's mammal. <laughs> or mammal. Yeah, in, in the late eighties, they assembled the greatest bullpen to ever walk the face of the earth: the Nasty Boys, Randy Myers, Norm Charlton, Rob Motherfucking Dibble. He'd kick his leg real high, and then he'd throw a ninety-nine mile an hour heater. Dare you to hit it? Oh yeah. Baseball. They won the World Series over the Oakland Athletics. God, who, money balls great. If I remember correctly, Matt Shelton was rooting for the Oakland Athletics at the time. And I got to rub it in his face. It might not have been Matt. It might have been Higgins. I'm not sure. We were in grade school at Dixie. I always kind of like the A's uniforms and stuff. It's oh, very, they look great. Very classic, very simple. You know, I'm more like. They were green, co- right? Do you know how bad I wanted to like the fucking A's? Because they had the fucking Bash Brothers on their team. Yeah. I wanted to like the A's, but since they were playing the Reds in the World Series, I had to root for the Reds because my dad. Yeah. But I wanted, I wanted to like I wanted to like root for the A's because the Bash Brothers. Conseco, McGuire. Fucking during that Dave Stewart was the, the, the uh, pitcher. And then after, the ace. And then after that, Jombie, Jason Jombie. Yeah, that was like 15 years later. Though. I know. I'm just Calm saying. down. Calm down, Mr. Sports. Have you watched guy. that weird Bash Brothers uh, <laughs> show that. Uh, yes. What's his name? Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine guy, Andy Samberg. Samberg. He did, did like a Bash Brothers show on uh, HBO. It was like 45 minutes or something. It was like a comedy, and he played one of them, and somebody else played. It was uh, Jon Snow, right? Are, are we talking him. about the same thing? Well, oh. is that the tennis one? That's the tennis one. The tennis yeah. one's hilarious. That one's so good. Then there's a biking one. They just let they gave him like three hours to yeah, do. Yeah, just like here, do whatever. The do fuck you do want. some random remember. things about sports if you want. <laughs> he I was like, okay. The ad. And they all had songs and shit. Yeah, because yeah. that's what he likes to do. It was it was produced by the uh, the Lonely Island. All three of those guys. Okay, yeah, uh, it was one of the guys from the Lonely Island that played uh, Mark McGuire. McGuire, yeah, that's right. Yeah, God, I remember got, that. He got so fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was ridiculous. <laughs> he saved baseball too, baby. <laughs> Yeah, steroids save baseball. Of course. They should be allowed to take steroids. They're not fighting. I think fighters should be allowed to, too, as long as you know that the guy, the guy that you're fighting is taking them. All right. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Fuck it. The name of that thing is the Unauthorized Bash Brothers Experience. That's Yeah, that's right. It was really good. That's the most Andy Sandberg title fucking ever. It's good. It's probably still on HBO. I it's forgot all about very that. Very funny. <laughs> It's hilarious. Hot Rod. All three of them are funny. Hot Rod's a funny fucking movie, fucking too. Fucking great. <laughs> the Cool Bean scene. Cool, cool Bean. Yeah. Cool Bean. <laughs> <laughs> that meme. I need to rewatch that. It's been a while. And it's just cool, cool bean. Been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I, that, the, the time period of that is indeterminate. It seems like it's in the 70s, but yet it isn't. And it's a what? Hot rod. Yeah, it does seem like it's in the set. But it's not. It's sort of like um Napoleon Dynamite. Any of the, that Very guy's similar. movies. Um like Adventureland. I couldn't tell when that was set. Oh, that's it seemed eighties. That's though. early eighties. 
That was I've never a, watched that. But that that that, that that was trying to be actual like the eighties as opposed to really going for it and overstating everything. I thought it was actually kind of genius. I love that movie. It's a very funny movie. It's funny, but it's also poignant, and it's got gay. <laughs> There's a extended gay sex scene. If you'll excuse me. Where the two men are 69ing, but they're not sucking each other's dicks. They're eating each other's ass. So they have to extend their necks all the way up and do a 69 where they're eating each other's assholes. Neat. It's very weird. It's called the it's called the Muddy Niner. <laughs> I think you search for this shit on the internet. So I made that up just off the top of my <laughs> did head. Did you really? Yes, I the did. The Muddy Niner? The Muddy Niner. <laughs> That's it's great. fucking great. I like it. <laughs> You should start a Reddit. Like the 49er, like you're digging for gold? Yeah. Yeah, okay. A subreddit. But it's in mud because you're, you're in for the prostate. That, that yeah. is a great name for a subreddit. <laughs> oh, Gay God, 69 going to be so fucking terrible. Oh, my God. That's great. Because you're going to look that up, and it's going to be a thing. Muddy Niner. <laughs> I don't know. What if it's not? What if we just created something? We might have just created something. I need to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I need to make like a, a Spartan race and call it the Muddy Niner. Oh God! It's nine kilometers, and it's and you have to do it naked with the and there's a dude chasing each participant trying to eat their butt. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh no, you're not gonna get my butt, Mister. <laughs> he just get, runs real slow. <laughs> oh no, I'll just I guess I'll lose. But that, that, that's a thing somewhere. Even if you lose, you win the money night. <laughs> 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 Unless like there's an odd number of people. <laughs> the mascot could be a raccoon with mud all over its face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely sober. <laughs> haven't had any kratom. Oh fuck, I forgot to Taking though. a hoot off the hork. I haven't done anything. This is just how I am. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> uh, come in my butt and seal it shut. Um, that's another phrase that I've made up, and people don't usually laugh at it. So I'm glad you guys didn't either. Aaron laughs at it. I find that hilarious. I think it's funny. Especially when you say it at work, you find something and you're like, well, come in my butt and seal it shut. <laughs> now, when Aaron says it. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron is your Scott Hinkle. <laughs> <laughs> He's not retarded. <laughs> Hinkle looks like he's got all kinds of different kinds of Down syndrome. <laughs> Are there different people that kinds? don't know him that listen to this are looking up Hinkle? Then <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're doing. They're going, yep, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> look how he does those drums. He does a great job. <laughs> oh, look at him. Look at him go. Look at him go. <laughs> Usually they make kids like him wear a helmet. <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to stick those drumsticks in his eyes. <laughs> no, no, no. He usually puts them in his ass. <laughs> he's the one. He's one of the ones with an ass thing. Ah. He's going to be running the Muddy Niner here pretty soon. <laughs> Call back to three minutes ago. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
All right, that's about it. Okay. We did it. Let's start the show proper. Good job. Should we start it over again? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it again. This time from the top. We're only 23 minutes in. Schwammo! Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll, Circle Sets of Episode 319 of the World's Greatest Podcast, Pillow for Radio. Aaron, Alana, Chuck, all here. They're all queer. Get used to it. Fuck, dude. Okay. We're settled. We've gotten it's all Friday. of our, <laughs> we've gotten all of our, our uh, terrible jokes out of the way about people that we know, and if it gets back to them, they could be upset. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the Muddy Nine or just T-shirt designs. Just like a dude with his... Uh, Shorts pulled halfway down, running like this, and the guy behind him chasing him with a nap, like a bib on her. <laughs> <laughs> make him make him like the the fallout guys. <laughs> well, it's like that stylized fifties version, like or um, almost like the uh, the sunscreen. Uh, yeah, girl. The, yeah. <laughs> when I was going, yeah. <laughs> You'll never catch me, you dirty butt eater. <laughs> God, it's so gross eating somebody's butt. Be a like a good minor league baseball team. Yeah, the Muddy Niners. Yeah, yeah. like a, the Charleston a Muddy Niners could be like there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Muddy Niners. Or it's just like a nine-inch dick with a little bit of poop on it, smeared all around. Or it could be yeah, yeah, gay sex. <laughs> really want to keep with the gay sex theme. <laughs> I hope I would hope they would have a gay announcer. A strike one, a full count. This team swings the biggest bats. <laughs> <laughs> and Rodriguez crushes one to left field. Good lord, it's going all the way. <laughs> to the cute little shortstop, a five four three double play. If we went to the shortstop, it'd be a six. Oh, we didn't I'm stop sorry. short on me. <laughs> Peterson at third base called also known as the hot corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peterson. <laughs> I just is this, is this all it is now? <laughs> just <gay talk. laughs> this is the whole show. <laughs> I walked around yesterday because it was three eleven day singing. Um, Amber uh, is a color of your energy. No, I was singing down trying to make up gay lyrics to it. Yeah. Um, have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made out with a guy who's gay, took his dick and said, hey, something? Yeah. Yeah. It, it kept trying. Like, <laughs> I grab his dick and pill it till he comes, comes. <laughs> he shoots enough and maybe I will drown, drown. If I ever didn't fuck you, you then just let me do it now. Not bad. I mean, there's been worse things that have been popular. Sure. Yeah, the first part of that was really good. Lent Biscuit. Yeah. Easy target alert. I love Lent Biscuit. <sighs> They're one of my top 273 favorite bands. They are not. You hate them. I wouldn't say hate. I just don't enjoy, and I've never listened to them on purpose, unless it was to make fun. Their cover of Faith was good. I disagree. I mean, I thought it was. But I don't like the original song either, so. Really? Yeah, just mm. it's a good song. 
Sure. I mean, I'm not a big George Michael, Michael Mark, whatever. But. I'm more of a wham guy myself. Yeah. Andrew Ridgely. Isn't that the other guy? I prefer Andrew Ridgely, yeah. to be honest. Yes. He looks like he could eat somebody's head. You don't jam out when Father Figure comes on. He could, he could, uh, not a Father Figure. Guy. He could run in the muddy niner and eat somebody's butt. <laughs> no, he can't. He's dead. Did Andrew originally die? <laughs> oh, George Michael. Oh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> no, he can't. He's dead. <laughs> this ludicrous situation we're in. <laughs> Inject a note of reality. I was getting ready to say we'll call it the first the first annual annual Andrew Ridgely Memorial Muddy Niner. Oh my god. Coming this summer, the Muddy Niner. We're doing it. Let's do it on the endless wall trail. Yeah, we'll do it on the endless wall trail. A bunch of dudes eating butt. Nothing just just between bros. It's not gay though, right? It's not gay. We know that. Yeah. Guys can have sex with each other, and it's not gay. It's yes. not gay. You're just expressing your masculine energy. Sure. It's the truth. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what God said. Are you, are you going to question God? Never. No. What a weird beginning of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I like See, it. that's what happens whenever you have I'm no plan. I'm waiting for somebody to take the ball here. Somebody the, 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 the ball is mine. <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying beating this joke to the ground. <laughs> There's a dead horse out back. We can go beat it too. Oh, <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> mm, so, how's everybody been doing? Not bad. Not bad. I had a horrible day. Did you? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I, I didn't sleep that well and just couldn't get anything. You should take right edibles. Today. You should take edibles around seven thirty. Oh, I'm fistful. Take I'm a fistful. Just, I mean, a fucking alley. <clears throat> like, like you have a, like a nice size apple in your hand. Fill it up with that many edibles. <laughs> Jesus. And then just what uh, whatever you want. Be fucking hallucinating. Just, <sighs> I did that last Saturday. I took 100 milligrams of kratom and <laughs> wink. And um, I didn't feel anything because I was up for like two more hours. I didn't feel anything. Uh, I took a hoot off the horker, went to sleep, woke up at like four in the morning, got to take a piss, and my entire body was vibrating. <laughs> but in a good way. It felt amazing. I walked and I took a piss and came back, laid right back down, went straight back to sleep. Not even Stop. a moment of apprehension. My body was like, it's time. <laughs> I've been taking a lot of Valerian when I sleep lately, and it gives me the most awful fucking dreams. I mean, I sleep really deep, but it's just... I've been trying to like wait it out, see if I once I get used to it, if it'll just, just kind of straighten out. And it hasn't been. It's just what's lyrium? Valerian. Valerian. Oh, what? Oh, steel. It's, they make the yeah. swords out of that. <laughs> Westeros. Eating Doom, a steel. Doomed old Valeria. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of like what kind of nightmares do you have? I'm always getting chased by something, and it's bullshit. Um, a lot of like very realistic. Um, Embarrassing situations like, you know, I do something stupid or, you know, I mean, it's nothing awful. I haven't had any real horror movie. Oddly enough, whenever I have a horror movie scenario in my dreams, it's never scary. Like, I almost. Fuck you. When I have zombie, when I have zombie scenarios, I'm always fighting them and, and like, like kicking their ass. Yeah, and planning I've shit. only ever had like one of those. <laughs> I, I'm always, we're always staked out somewhere. 
and you know we got everything handled basically we we're just sitting around listening to them beating on the windows like eh, nothing's gonna happen that makes me <laughs> so angry <laughs> my dreams like i don't like my arms and legs don't work right yeah there's the one where i'm trying to fight sometimes and you, when you swing you got nothing behind it yeah and that's not that's so infuriating good. like let me at least live this out <laughs> I'm, i was playing one time though years ago i was playing the the uh, resident evil remake they had for the gamecube it's a fucking almost perfect video game at that point. And I played so much of it that I had zombie nightmares. Those, however, were not pleasant. Hmm. It was it was really bad. Like I woke up, I was like, holy fuck, I gotta put that down for a couple of days. <laughs> I don't remember any of my dreams recently. Yeah, me neither. I remember like bits and pieces of mine, but it's usually like the locations are changing so much that I'm kinda confused as to like what the timeline is, if that makes any sense. But I do remember having one that was breaking bad esque. I remember there was something about meth in it, and I was like, we've been watching too much Breaking Bad. <laughs> Have you ever had a lucid dream? I've only done it once. Yes. I, I, dreamt, don't, no, I don't think so. I dreamt one time I was in my house, and I walked out the front door, and I, and I flew, and I could- Really? Yes, I could- That'd I, be the first thing I, I do. I flew yeah. up the hill dream. around everybody's house, came back down. I was like, I'm dreaming, but I know I'm dreaming. I'm, I'm going to do whatever I want, and I did it. Damn it. I didn't think like that. I just- It, like, was, it was warm. It was a summer night. It was like warm. That would be the first really thing. Bright. I want to fly so bad. Yeah, I mean, damn it, I didn't even. think It was to do that. so much fun because I was I had superhuman strength too, so I'd fly through things. And it just, <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn it, I was having. But nothing that anybody needed, like it wasn't hurting anybody, you know. So it's pretty it was, great. It was actually, or one the best one though is when I've had a couple of them. This one I was I could run really fast and get going and then start flying, and then sometimes I was just flying like this far above the ground. I'm going really fast over roads and stuff, and it was just so much fun. That's like, pretty awesome. You can program your brain to do that. Apparently, you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. Apparently, you can work on it. But I, I can't remember shit. Like, I would love to do that. Fucking guys in the butt till they come. Yeah, <laughs> something something to take the load on my tongue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no mine. <laughs> Usually, like it's a setting that is familiar, but it's not exact. So, like there'll be like. Parts of like a like we're in this room. It'll I'll know that this is the space, but it won't be set up exactly like this. Right. If that makes any sense, it does. So I was in like a, a friend's house that I haven't been to since like high school, and I realized I was dreaming. I just like walked out and I was like walking through Fayetteville. It was weird, yeah. But I was able to like run really fast. It was like middle of the night, but then I ended up waking up. I didn't think to fly though. That's bullshit. I mean, but you have to convince like. Th- Every every the the couple of times I've had it, I had to convince myself that I could fly. Really? It was basically it was basically like Peter Pan. It's like if you believe you can, you can. So I was like start to get going, then I'd go back down. Somebody'd say, You really have to believe. I'll be like, all right, and I'd go <laughs> and I'd take off. <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> Fuck you, Trevor. <laughs> You're way up in the air. <laughs> Fuck you. Eat my ass, Roger. <laughs> you ever have any like reoccurring Couple yes. of, it's been like, a few times. I used to have some real creepy. Me too. Dreams. I didn't like them. Like, you know oh, the falling well. dream? Yes. Yeah. I used to have one of them that I, w- I was climbing this ladder. And this happened all the time. I climbing, and then I, I, I'm at the top, and I have my hands on the top rung. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up there, and there's an old dude I used to go to church with that walked with a cane. And he went up there, and he would, he would mash my, my fingers. <laughs> And I would Sorry. fall. <laughs> Such an odd <laughs> image. With his cane. Ah! Yeah. Shit! 
It's old man Wally. And then I'd fall and wake up. Listen, Damn you, Eustace Crabtree. That makes me think of like a Christmas story when he's like up on the. Yeah, he kicks him. Kicks him down the thing. God. That's You'll shoot up. your eye out. Yeah. He used to also have a reoccurring dream about a big bird. Yeah, Aaron told me about this. We were at my old house and we're all outside. And my parents used to lock us out outside while they played Rook. And we're all outside, like, playing kickball or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, everybody starts freaking out, panicking. Like, oh, God, it's coming back. It's coming back. And then, like, I see this shadow, and it's just massive bird. And everybody runs, and everybody's gone. I'm, I'm like, left alone. And uh, I run, and I slide up and underneath the car. And all of a sudden, that bird lands, and I see its feet walking around outside of the car. Goosh, goosh. Did it have sharp shallows? <laughs> yes. And then... It would bend over and and look at me, and then I would wake up. That's all. That's creepy. And that one happened a lot. That, that gives a, me like Jurassic Park vibes. Yeah, I, that might have been the. I had a game. Of, I had a couple Game of Thrones dreams. One time I was on the wall. Ugh, wasn't pleasant. Hmm. Um. Another one I was blacksmithing. I think it was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't think of any dreams I've had recently. Aaron's always dreaming that he's just like walking through a mall. Like yeah. I wish Dri- mine were, we're like we're that. driving down the road, going to Walmart. Meanwhile, I'm getting it. chased by a serial Holy killer. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, incredibly they're just, boring. Like, everyday tests. I'm dreaming that there's a murderer. I'm dreaming I'm doing my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many deductions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's still the funniest song to me. I have no idea why. <laughs> oh, it's the best. It's such a funny song. <laughs> uh, and the, the thing about it is, it's a good a, song. That's a great. It's song. Not a bad song. It's a at really all. great song from a not so great movie. I've heard it's good. Color, I, I don't know that I've mm. ever seen it. Isn't it a sequel to The Hustler? Yes. You spoiled it for me on on his episode, but I still laughed out loud when I heard it. Oh. <laughs> It's so you so, listen to that episode? Yeah. What'd you think? It was good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're hitting the... Uh, I haven't listened to the last in one a, In a couple more episodes, I think we'll hit the stride. That was the last one. We haven't done another one since. I don't think so, at least. So maybe I started it. It's Dragon's Winter Night Part 1. Maybe I started it. Is, I, is it supposed to be Winter Night with a K? K-N-I-G? No, no. Okay, good. On the graphic I made, I just put night because I'm a retard. I never thought to ask. I never thought to ask. I like the fact that when shit gets too heavy, they throw Tasselhoff in there to lighten shit up. I mean, that's they're very good at that. He's a very funny character. I like him a lot. Yeah, like when he had those glasses and he, he's like, where'd you get those? He's like, well, he's like, why did you say something? He said, if you had asked me if I had magical glasses, I would have told you, <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> I did start it, but I was working and I couldn't like. Pay attention. <laughs> now the next one's going to be really good because they go into uh, go into Sylvan Nasty. It's really Don't terrible. Don't spoil it. Well, no, it's I'm not. Shit. It's just he said at the end where they were heading to. God damn it! And it was. I'm thinking about actually starting to get the audible version so I actually know what's going on. So I'm not 
blindsided by it whenever Chuck tells me the story. It's really, it's really just Chuck telling me a story to me sitting here like this, yeah. <laughs> or like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like your, I like that you guys are starting to banter just like a little. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, it makes you a little more comfortable. It's just, uh, it was an uncomfortable format to begin with because I didn't know how I was going to do it. Like at first, it was trying to wing it. Well, I remember the books. I'm just going to tell it. You can't do that. <laughs> you have to have a flow. Because then you'll be like, oh, fuck, I forgot this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was part. doing that a little bit. So, you know. You're learning. You're figuring out your process. Well, but it's it's done now. What I do is I take a piece of paper and I write. I put an arrow. Like this happens. This happens. This happens. This happens. And I'll put it in parentheses. Discuss. And this. when they remembers Discuss. to bring those notes, it's going to be fire. <laughs> <laughs> I did remember most of the notes I took without actually having. You did remember the, most of the this. act of hold writing. On, hold on, this is the most Chuck thing. <laughs> <laughs> I probably threw them in the furnace at work. <laughs> All right, time to clean up. <laughs> Committed to memory. <laughs> he throws them in the air like he's like the last. Day you're of gonna make it after. The all. best way to take the beach is to burn the ships. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck him in the button till he comes, comes. God. <sighs> Yesterday was also the one year anniversary of when they declared made it a us. worldwide pandemic. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's, it's been a yeah. short and the longest year of my life. He's a weird one. It's Charlie Z started punching people a year ago. Pandemic power. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Whenever even he started, that he in. started the pandemic. He did. Charlie yeah. Z. When he Charlie started Z punching people, we started knocking. You guys weren't on the show whenever the Charlie Z thing took. No, off. we weren't. I don't know what Charlie Z is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, he's Are a retarded you in for man. A treat? <laughs> he's a retarded man that goes around and challenges pro boxers. Well, <laughs> gets the dog shit. Well, up. first, first he challenges like he says, "Hey man, you want to spar just in like a regular gym?" And just goes goes up and starts just punching people and then runs away. Yeah, throwing haymakers. And then like I'm gonna kick your ass. Keeps on saying I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. And and then he challenged people like um, uh, Deontay Wilder, who was the heavyweight champion at the time, and Deontay Wilder properly fucked him up, and was just giving him fifty percent. He wasn't punching him as hard as no, he would because he, he would have killed, killed him. him. Yeah. yeah. When was this? And he seems like it's the few nicest. Years old he's now. the nicest person. Deontay oh, Wilder. Oh yeah. And he just. It took so much for him to do that, oh, and he was just trying to. He's like he's trying to teach him a lesson. He yeah. started. Ta- he started talking about his family. Yeah, on, his on daughter said something about his daughter. He done that to me. Wins. I would have killed him. I would have been. You know. You think we get Charlie to run in the uh, muddy niner? <laughs> <laughs> just tell him Ken Kardashian is there. He'll be there. Oh yeah, he does have a thing. Well, she's single now too. Yeah. Oh God, we're gonna start seeing a, a glut of videos coming from Charlie. If Charlie is he still alive? God, I hope not. <laughs> God bless that mongoloid. <laughs> oh. He punched a fucking pizza delivery guy. Yeah, he, he, he ordered a pizza and he was drunk. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. Is there, is there like <laughs> a best of video? Him. Yeah, look, there's a supercut of Charlie. There has Charlie Z. Yeah, there's got to be dozens. He was like a fucking. Dozens. He went viral for being such a. He had a belt that he bought at a toy store and was carrying around. With That's him. great. <laughs> See, and he was like. <laughs> 780 and 0 or something. Yeah, shit. I mean, he's the greatest fighter of all time. I mean, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be the best. Fuck. Oh, and then he was going to be an MMA fighter. And then, oh, I can't do it. How do I not know? Grappling? Yeah, he went into an MMA gym and, and started fucking with this young black kid. And the kid and beat the, kid the shit out of him. Took him down and got the uh, um, the body triangle on him, rode his back, and just 
just rain down some ham and it wasn't trying to hurt him or kill him uh, hurt him enough you know what i mean he punched floyd mayweather senior he punched him floyd mayweather senior is in his 60s maybe 70s now still he would still fuck you up yeah he fought this great big giant dude and oh, the guy was like an ex-fighter he was never good and he, he kept on trying to like oh man how's he getting access to these people because he's an idiot and, no, like, but like, and this you, is America where any moron with a camera and, guess, and, and like, enough guts to make a complete ass out of yourself. I guess that's true. Do anything. Like, I wouldn't even know how to find these people, let alone like. He would make, call Deontay Wilder on his phone how, how and say shit to his him. Number. I don't know. <laughs> and so somebody gave him his number. The, uh, <laughs> the actor champion, he called him because he said he was just an actor. He wasn't a man. Where did you get this? Same people would believe in Q. I mean, it's a. I believe in Q. I'm part of the little cuties. <laughs> Did you guys watch the South Park thing yet? No, not yet. Oh, boy. The QAnon kids are called the little cuties. Oh, I didn't know there was a new one. We've just yeah. been going through the brochures. Oh, shit. I'm excited, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. It is. I laughed. And it also makes me kind of think that there might be no more South Park. Really? It kind of makes me think that. Why? Because everybody, every character who's ever been in it was in it, and it might. It you think they're like just going to drop well. the hat and be like, "All right, we're done." They're going to drop Mister Hat, and I very possibly It would be awesome if they did. I would be very sad. Oh I yes, but I'm saying that sad. would be the most awesome way to go out. Just all right, bye. Yeah, it's you a know? cool. It's a cool way to go out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was every character from every. Think of a random character from South Park that may have appeared in one episode. Was Barbara Streisand the giant robot thing in it? I did not see that, actually. Becca <laughs> <laughs> Streisand. <laughs> their sexual harassment panda was in it. Yeah. Uh, the what island the of Do- The island of Dr. Moreau was in it. No, the woodland creatures were not in it. Yes, they were. Were they? Oh, One shit. Of them the underpants names were in it. The underpants names were in it. They were yeah. trying to get a vaccine. Um, <laughs> Kanye Stan- West was seen standing in the back of the line in his fish suit. Stan's grandpa. <laughs> Stan's grandpa. I hey, always- Billy. Anytime, Up like, your ass, Billy! Do you like something? Like, love them. <laughs> do you like fish sticks? <laughs> love, love them. <laughs> Who's that? Kanye West. Oh, oh, then, you, then, you're then you're a gay, gay fish. fish. <laughs> and he gets pissed. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand. I would, love to, see, I would love to have seen, seen his actual reaction when he saw that. That would have been so fucking hilarious. Outwardly, like in the press and stuff, he would probably say... That he didn't like it, but inwardly, I think he probably has a sense of humor about himself. But I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, I'm not but sure. On Rogan, he seemed like he has a sense of humor about himself, but also he seemed like he really thinks he's the greatest. I just yeah. don't think he's. I guess capable he can't really become con- like Kanye West without being completely full of yourself. You know what I mean? Like you have to have that. That yeah. That mindset. I don't know. I hope he liked it. I'm sure they don't. It's care. Like, but like being both Love. without being weird. You just. And they do like an auto tunes like gay fish song at the end. Yeah. I love that episode. <laughs> but at the end of the episode, well, I don't want to ruin it. Just go watch it. Yeah, I hope it's it. not the end. But I kind of hope it's not. I don't, I'm just saying that because they really did have a lot of characters. Just nobody, none of them had lines or anything. But they, I guess they might have had the old animation just sitting around, so they decided to plug it in. You know? Yeah. And it was very South Park from beginning to end. It was it was fourth wall breaking. It, Broke yeah, they bunch. broke the shit out of the fourth yeah. wall. And there was uh, nods to the Jews controlling everything, of course. 
which is great because they're Jews and they can do that. <laughs> At least one. I think Matt Stone's the Jew. Trey Parker's not. Maybe. Maybe they're both Jews. Who cares? I know, right? Why is that still a thing? It's yeah, like, I don't know. It means nothing. You guys want to do favorite things? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Fucking every guy in his butt, but nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Take two. Favorite thing. Who wants it first? Come and get it, you queers. Okay. Um, quite a few this week. Uh, Coming to America, part two. Fuck yeah. Pretty good. We haven't watched it yet. Pretty good. I liked it very much. I, it was so much fun. It didn't take itself seriously at all. It didn't, you know. But in one parts it did, but in a good kind of light touch kind of way. I thought the story was dumb, but I didn't care. You well, know what the I mean? story is dumb. I mean, Both stories are dumb. I know, but they, they had to work it in somehow. Yeah, I guess I mean, they had so. to like have a reason to have this movie. I guess Leslie Jones, fucking couple of times, she's I very fucking funny. Howled laughing. I was like, holy shit, she's fucking funny. Big gal too. Yeah, seven Bit foot of a, four, <laughs> seven foot four, three hundred eighty-six pounds. Um, I have you. You've seen the first Coming to America, correct? Yeah. Okay. There's an Eddie Murphy extended universe. Yes. So. They go into that a little bit. The EMEU. Yeah. The like which characters? The Trading Places takes place in the same universe yes, as does. as Coming to America. I wish they would have because they're in child. it, right? Nod. Gold that would be great. God, I love that fucking movie. They're I'm gonna go home and watch that places. tonight. Which one? Trading Places? No. Uh, well, yes, but I'm gonna watch Golden Child tonight. Oh, okay. Because it's just completely. I don't know that ridiculous. I've ever seen the Golden Child in like my adult years. Holy shit! I, I haven't seen it in my adult, adult years. Yeah. I remember. You know what the most awesome part is? Is that the is it the extended gay sex scene where they're doing the 69 thing and they're no, freaking their necks up and just to get to the buttholes or ignoring the balls and the penis and going right for the buttholes? No, that's is that, some, it? that was something else. What <laughs> <laughs> well, is Eddie Murphy, so there might be gay sex. Uh, um, let's get those stupid balls out of my face. Let me get that butt. <laughs> well, I've never seen training places. Oh. I'm a little teabag. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Trevor. <laughs> um, no, the uh, the studio. The same year that they made the Golden Child, they made Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, and most of the actors that were in Big Trouble in Little China are in the Golden. I, I think I can so. remember getting those mixed up when I was well because I was really little. Well, was it the studios were trying to make the same project, so one of them did do it, and you know, it's just, uh, but. Uh, I don't know which one I like better. I love Big Trouble in Little China. Is Golden it's so Child fucking good? Is Golden Child? Is it the same story as Big Trouble in Little China? Kind of. No, I mean so it's it's mystical shit and it's yeah. Chinese. So yes and no. I mean, it, I like the fact that young Tywin Lannister Charles Dance is in uh, the Golden Child, and he was fucking great. Like even back then, I mean, um, he's always been a great actor. And uh, he played a demon. Shardum Numspa was his name. <laughs> it's just, 
and he could turn into a big. I mean, it was crazy. Um, have you guys not watched that? I've never seen it. You need it's on fucking Prime. So, um, I watched that. I watched the Soleil Moon Fry Punky Brewster documentary. It was good. It was heartbreaking parts. Jonathan Brandis. They went into uh, you know he's uh, dead. They, well, he they did. all they all killed themselves. Like, um, I loved him in Ladybugs. He was so. She released the phone calls that he made to her, and it was just, it was rough because he was really going through stuff, and you know you could tell. Um, you saw young David Arquette, Charlie Sheen, um, who else was on? Uh, fucking Mark McGrath, young Mark McGrath was in it. Um, Stephen Dorff, who's an awesome fucking guy. Yeah, he's great. He was in the whole thing basically, talking to her, and. He's just—he was a really good actor, but he was got so full of himself, and ended up doing vape commercials. Never really yeah. recovered from it. You know what I mean? Blue. And you remember the blue e-cigarettes? Yeah. yeah. In this, he's not smoking vape cigarettes. I tell you that <laughs> he's smoking the real Miguel. So I mean, and lots of them. <laughs> um, who else? Was, oh, uh, Balthazar Getty was in it. Fuck yeah, Balthazar remember, Getty. Remember, is awesome. Remember Balthazar yeah. Getty? Um, the Trojan War. Huh? The Trojan War. That's the movie I remember him from. He's trying I remember to get condoms him. to fuck a girl. I remember uh, him from uh, <laughs> Young Guns 2, and he was in uh, Lord of the Flies, which was a really good adaptation. Um, I liked it better than the British one. Yeah, the British one's very- Fuck the British. Fuck you. You and your racist kings and queens. Um, that was great. Oh, then I watched, rewatched uh, Incident at Oglala, which is, it's about the Leonard Paltier case. Uh, these two FBI agents- uh, we're trying to arrest this guy named Jimmy Eagle. Uh, Sue Eagle. Na- Sue names are fucking awesome. Like Lakota Sue names are awesome because they really are so entrenched in their culture still. So, you know, uh, Leonard, well, Leonard, so a lot of them have just regular names, but you had uh, Jimmy Eagle, Sarah Badheart Bull, the Jumping Bulls, um, you know, all these different really awesome names. They were going to, they, the pretext for going on to this. Property was that they were going to arrest Jim Eagle for stealing a pair of cowboy boots. You know, something that the FBI should be concerned with. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so basically, what they're doing is is you got to get these wagon burners under control. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm playing a character. I know you are, but I'm saying uh, they. What happened was after AIM had taken over uh, Wounded Knee and uh, Alcatraz. There was a thing called the COINTEL program, program. Oh yeah, where they went after. First, they went after the uh, the civil rights people in the in the sixties, especially the Black Panthers. They infiltrated them. They were sending them death threats. They were doing the whole nine yards. All the bad white people. They asshole, killed Malcolm Nixon X and shit. They killed Malcolm X. I guarantee they had something to do with killing the guy in Chicago. The, sure. The Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes. On HBO Max, great fucking movie. The guy that plays the main dude in that. They I've seen video of the the dude. And I forget his fucking name. Um, did a great Was it Stokely Carmichael? No, it's not Stokely Carmichael. Okay. But uh, I guarantee you they had something to do with killing him. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude that went in undercover for the FBI or whoever the fuck it was, was in Eyes on the Prize documentary explaining why he did it. Jesus. What the fuck, dude? That doesn't. Watch Judas and the Black Messiah. It's fucking crazy. Well, watch this, though. Watch this. Yeah, watch go- that as well. Watch all the things. I mean, because the, this will tell you how bad our government actually is. Um, but anyway, they shifted after the thing at Wounded Knee. The, the two founders of the AIM are Dennis Banks and Russell Means. Um, and they 
took over the government building at Wounded Knee. Well, then after that, the focus was shifted from the Black Panthers to AIM, the Native Americans. So they raised the BIA, Bureau of Indian Affairs, presence on the reservations, Pine Ridge Reservation, South Dakota, which, by the way, is one of the most horrid fucking places you've ever seen in your life. It is the worst third world nation smack dab in the middle of the fucking United States, like literally in the middle of the United States. Um, they started harassing, murdering, uh, not just not the agents themselves because you know they're not get their hands are they're not sterilizing. Well, yeah, for steriliz- uh, sterilization without Native women's knowledge or consent, they were still doing that. They were doing that into the eighties. Um, nice. Do you see why I get so crazy. upset about all this shit with with the Native Americans? All that shit happened because I read all this shit and it blew my fucking mind. It's the, the book is called In the Spirit of Crazy Horse by Peter Mathison. It's flagged by the FBI. Because it's about the case where these two FBI just got shot. Anyway, back to the main story. Leonard Paltier and, a, and like twelve members of the uh, of AIM were on this property, but in the in the, the other people on the property, and they were camped out in teepees and stuff. They were trying to live their traditional way, in, in a sense. Uh, but there were women, children, babies, like just Native Americans trying to live a life. And the FBI drove up onto the fucking property. Nobody knows who started the firefight, but come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it was Han. They got shot. <laughs> Han shot first. <laughs> Greedo was out there. Um, in Bill Bursey, we know who shot first in that one. I love that shit. Um, I love that scene. The FBI just got hit. And then a a uh, an orange or red pickup truck drove up the property. Someone got out with an AR-15 and killed both the FBI agents execution style. Blew their fucking brains out. Got back in the truck, drove off the property. Robido, uh, uh, his last name was Robido, and then there was um, uh, Leonard Paltier and another guy. Um, Very French names. Well, there's a lot of intermarrying between French and Native Americans. Yeah, you know, um, well, they're close to Canada up there. Oh, by, by the way, as much as good as we think Canadians are, they treat their Native Americans. Every bit as bad, oh, yeah. if not worse. Oh, yeah. um, and I'll tell you what, have. people talk about America collapsing. Canada's going first, guarantee it. I don't know about that. Um, I mean, it's but that's a dead heat. <laughs> well, they're 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 making laws suppressing free speech. Oh, sure, yeah, that, that um, always gets you. But anyway, these guys got killed. They captured the other two guys, freed them due to lack of evidence, and convicted Peltier on the same evidence. You can't do that. Mm. That's against the law to do that. So he's still in jail, in jail right now. Uh, Got to be in his 80s. He's ready to die. He's got health problems. He's, he's diabetic. He's overweight, all these things. And um, it's about this whole thing. And Robert Redford made the documentary and narrates it. And he was harassed by the FBI for years after making it. They tried to suppress him releasing it. I fucking love Robert. He's so awesome, dope. dude. He's, I mean, he's because he he told him go fuck yourselves. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm I'm releasing this. Go fuck shit. yourself. What and year they, was it? And all the women at the FBI is like, you can do whatever you want. Exactly. What year was it? That's important. Ninety two. All right. He was still. <laughs> he was older guy. Awesome at that point. Yeah. He was probably in his <laughs> women. 40s. Women would still fuck him in in uh, Winter Soldier. I don't care what anybody says. Mm, when he, uh, he's starting to get that like catcher's mitt face. Yeah, teeth, like the teeth. It's. But that he would still be able to go into a bar. Yeah, he's pull. fine. Um, but that that I'd fuck Robert Redford right now. <laughs> I'm not gay, but I'd fuck what, Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm not gay, but I'd fuck Tom Hanks. Is that, no, no, it's Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. I'm not gay, but I'd fuck Mel Gibson. <laughs> 
Alex I Jones just, said that? I heard a bit of that. Aaron was in the shower and oh he was my, playing no. it. Well, and, that's, a, that's a favorite thing. And uh, I laughed out loud. I heard him, him go, how in the fuck? How did you fuck up Sandy Hook so bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some comedians sort of grilling oh. and uh, just hanging out and drinking. It's, it's a really good uh, episode. Sorry. That's all right. Um, What's the name of this? I'd stepped away. I didn't hear what it was. Incident at Aglala. It's on Prime. Is it a documentary? (laughs) Okay. Then um, there's a couple more. There's It's a Good Day to Die. That's another one that's about uh, Dennis Banks. Um, It goes back to my whole thing. I'm not... I know for a while in my youth I was white knighting. I didn't realize that that was a thing. But now I'm just... I've learned so much about it that it upsets me so bad. You know, that... The whole thing with the access pipeline and all the shit, knowing all that, every time they do something and I take that in with it, I'm just like, after all this fucking bullshit, and these people have accepted it with largely with grace, humility, all these things, they they protest, you know, they, they never got militant until finally one of the worst things I read in that book. There's a couple of them. Uh, in the spirit of Crazy Horse is a lot of firsthand uh, interviews with Leonard Paltier, of course. And then he released a book I read called My Life is My Sundance. Which was his writings from uh, fucking Leavenworth. Um, he said when they were kids on the reservation, they would play cowboys and Indians, and no Indian kid wanted to be an Indian. Aww. Can you fucking believe that? That is the one of the soul crushing things I've ever heard in my life. And he said they, we didn't really get it until we were older how bad that actually was. They, the American government makes us feel so bad about ourselves. That, you know, and American people in general. And I still, and that same bullshit colonial fucking mindset pisses me off so bad in the American guy and the American populace. Because they've been, they lead you to believe that the Redskins is okay. And you know what I mean? And like, because we talk to Indians, it's not Indians they are, are talking to. It's self identifying Indians. It's that asshole who, you know, who has blonde hair saying, my grandmother was a great, my great grandmother was a Cherokee princess. That doesn't exist. That's not a thing. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Fuck you, Trevor. (laughs) Um, I get tan in the summer. (laughs) That's a thing. People say that. You ought to see how how dark she gets in the summer. She's got Indian. Yeah, that's so. It's it's like a and it's so awful. And I actually do have it to suck my dick. Well, some a lot of us do. (laughs) You see, my brother. My brother looks like a a real wagon bar. My friend, (laughs) Jesus. They're my people. I can say it. <laughs> my friend Brian Morris, I uh, went to high school with, it looked like he could step off a reservation. I mean, he was really dark and, you know, straight hair, straight black hair. Yeah, my um, brother, the same way he keeps it in. He parts there's the a couple guys that work at the, the braids down the side. God. He cries when he sees somebody litter. It's, that's fucking <laughs> such an asshole. Um, there's so much joy in your face right I know. now. <laughs> Stepping over all I wish the we could everything. bottle that up and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Rick uh, chocolate bars. <laughs> the oh, essence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With he's a great dad. And yeah. yeah. Um, that was <sighs> like, so those are good things. And I think everybody should, should watch those and everybody should read. Yeah, them. well, um, it, you'll be infuriated by the end yeah. because the case for the FBI is so fucking thin. So paper thin. And they, and they could, and even fucking, that's one thing I had about, with Obama. Obama, it was up for clemency at, at the end of his term. Wouldn't fucking release him. Hmm. It's like, what the 
fuck do you have to lose, man? Everybody loves you or they hate you. This will make both the people who love you really love you and the people who hate you really hate you because I got into a massive argument with uh, a right-wing friend over this case. He said, well, th- those Indians, I know it's sad what happened to them, but that's what they always fucking say. Yeah. They-, they murdered those agents. I was like, no, those agents stepped onto a fucking place that was a war zone, and even though it's terrible, they went looking for trouble, and they fucking found it. You know, so because these people, another thing, the other bad, really crushing instance in that book is like this woman stood up this old woman stood up in the middle of a meeting of all the of like aim and, and a bunch of natives on pine ridge and said where did our warriors go what happened to us you know we're being destroyed as a people where are you and she's talking to the men and the men were so shamed that most of them a lot of them joined that very night and, and became militant started carrying guns around the res started fucking you know they they helped take over wounded knee you know started painting themselves and chant war chanting again it gave them strength it gave them purpose that's the reason i really hate the way this country conducts itself with that still to this day it drives me crazy um well that would be them admitting that they were wrong. Of course, they will never formally apologize. They will say, well, it's a terrible thing, but you have to understand the time. I was like, go fuck yourself. Um, These are favorite things. Well, but I'm yeah. saying I'm saying it's a favorite thing because it helps you. It's a good educational documentary. Right. That feels um, like a loophole. It's, it's, it's not a fun documentary like, like, like Operation Odessa. That was a good time. Had a great time. <laughs> um, or the Woody Allen doc that of, I've been watching. A lot of good... Good music this week. I've, I like designed. I, I, I know you guys are on me for Spotify, but my, I'll give you a login. I've got the login. I've got Jesus. it on here, but my Amazon uh, algorithm knows exactly what I like now. So it just keeps on sending me. You shit know what? Spotify figured me out in like three days. Anywho, I got this 90s country <laughs> station. Y'all. <laughs> it's so good. Well, this I want to play this song. I want I want to go out on a song that I sent to Dutch the other day. It's like. What what was my description? It's like Bruce, Mike Ness, and oh, fucking yeah. and uh, I actually really like that. What you, uh, what was the name of the band? Uh, Hot Water Music. Yeah, I really like that shit. It's like Bruce, Mike Ness from Social Distortion. If you don't know, and um, and uh, Paul Westberg had a kid. Yeah, and they made him go to work at a steel mill when he was in, when he was two, <laughs> <laughs> wearing dirty jeans, engineer boots, and smoking and drinking whiskey and smoking unfiltered Luckies. Uh, but this song by that Mass Intruder, which the guys are wearing the you know the masks and the pussy riot. No, Mask Intruder. It's a it's a group on Pussy Riot. Why are you doing that? Pussy Riot wears masks. Do they? Yeah, I didn't know that. But this group does too. And they, this is actually a duet that he did with a girl, and it's hilarious. So it's it's like two minutes forty six seconds. So I'm I'm going to play it. Technology. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> Just want you to know there you go. how I feel. That's why I'm standing here at 3 a.m. out in your front yard, singing you a love song on a heart-shaped guitar. It kind of reminds me of this uh, Finn from Adventure Time. His voice. <laughs> does well this is the funny part (laughs) 
mean, just a a great song. I've always I've liked them for a while now. Play the one by the Hot Water Express or whatever. Okay, or I can do that either way. I'll play it. It's, it's I get punched up here. Um, there's also quite a few great uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket songs. So um, here, Never Going Back by Hot Water. <laughs> Guy's got a great voice. Has strong reaction waking up. Took a lot of reacting to get up. Walk away, tired and tired. Walk away from heart attack. Tight lines of searching and wrecking road. Take our legs and heart up inside. Awesome. I love that part. At least yes. for a little while, I don't feel like dying. That's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to dive deep into this group. I've heard other songs by which I like, but this song I played ten times driving down the road, just singing along to it. Um, it really, it really does remind me of uh, Bruce uh, Gaslight Anthem. Yes. All that shit. Social D. I mean, yeah. real social D vibe. Just rock. You know, rock that's also punk. Yeah. But as, as we said before, Bruce is punk without having to be punk. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, Bruce invented punk. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> well, Johnny Cash invented punk. Yeah, you're probably right about um, that. Well, let's get, we can keep going back. Uh, Little Richard invented punk. Sure. There's nothing more punk than a gay black dude screaming wop bop loop bop That's That's really good. A great. In the mid-50s. But there's one more group. Uh, they're called... Um, Shit, I sent you them too. Sincere Engineer. Sincere Engineer. And it's this girl who, uh, I'm going to play this one. She's got a good growl. All these to John Will Shatter, and one of my favorite things is when I find a group that he hasn't heard of, like I turned him on to this one to uh, the Lippies. I love the Lippies too. Um, it, you know, it's just because my algorithm will throw me these songs out. And I'm just like, oh, I gotta get into them, so I'll just put them to the side and keep you know diving deep. So, so that's, I mean, and I've been, I don't know if it was my mood or whatever, but I it was a D. It, I haven't. Dove deep into music for a minute. Like it'd been about a month and I hadn't listened to anything really new or anything like that. Um, then I started watching uh, Red City radio videos, which I fucking love. That's a favorite thing. Um, you know, they're just a, they're a great group out of Oklahoma and got a real 
you know, they got that vibe like Hot Water Music and all that stuff. They're a punk band, but they also have that rockabilly sensibility and stuff like that. It's just so much fun. Then the last favorite thing, um, I got to the port to the point in Dance with Dragons where uh, Sir Barrison kills that gladiator. And I like to read that real quick. I mean, it's it's fucking awesome. Um, would you like some uh, underbedding music for that? I would. Okay, let's see what I can find here. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, his dar, the guy in the show, was that young guy who she married to seal the peace in Mirren. Okay. So yeah. in the book, he's in the show. He's like a nice guy. He just want really wants peace, and he actually seems to genuinely like her. But they who his dar was the he was a black guy or Arab guy with the. He's handsome. He's tall. You know. You're talking about Daenerys. Yes. Okay. Yep. And she yep, married yep. that guy. In the, in the show, he was a nice guy. Like he just really wanted peace and all that stuff. Because they killed him. The, the sons of the harpy killed him. Mm-hmm. In this, he's not a good guy. Like he plotted her death at that gladiator- gladiatorial contest, and then Drogon comes in, and throws a fucking fly in the ointment. I mean, he just starts killing everybody, and you know. So he's now king, but they have proof. That he was behind it So I'm just trying to set up what, What's going on here So Sir Barris is going to go And talk to him And then he, just, he asks him Straight up He's like He's like Are you You know Are you the harpy Are you And the guy like freaks out And then he calls in this gladiator Kraz um, Kraz Quote Sir Barrison heard a door open Somewhere to his left He turned in time to see Kraz Emerge from behind a tapestry He moves slowly Still groggy from sleep But his weapon of choice When is in hand A Dothrakai Arak Long and curved a slasher sword made to deliver deep slicing cuts from horseback. A murderous blade against half-naked foes in the pit or on the battlefield. But here at close quarters, the axe length would tell against it. And Sir Bar- and Burson said was clad in plate and mail. I love the fact that he's analyzing and he's fucking stepping forward. I, and he says, I'm here for his daughter, the, the knight said. Throw down your steel and stand aside and no harm need come to you. Kraz laughed. Old man, I'll eat your heart. The two men were of a height, but Kraz was two stone heavier and 40 years younger, with pale skin, dead eyes, and a crest of and a crest, crest of brick, bristly red-black hair that ran down from his brow to the base of his neck. Then come, said Barristan the Bold. Kraz came. For the first time all day, Selmy felt certain. This is what I was made for, he thought. The dance, the sweet steel song, a sword in my hand, and a foe before me. The pit fighter was fast, blazing fast, as quick as any man Sir Barristan ever fought. In those big hands, Eric became a whistling blur. Isn't it the fucking coolest? A steel storm that seemed to come at the old knight from three directions at once. Most of the cuts were aimed at his head. Kraz was no fool. Without a helm, Selmy was most vulnerable, most vulnerable above the neck. He blocked the blows calmly, his longsword meeting each slash and turning it aside. The blades rang again and again. Sir Barrison retreated. On the edge of his vision, he saw that cupbearers watching with wide eyes as big and white as chicken eggs. Crash cursed and turned a high cut into a low one, slipping past the old knight's blade for one sleep, only to have his blow scrape uselessly off a white steel greave. Selmy's answering slash found that pit fighter's left shoulder parting the fine linen to bite the flesh beneath. His yellow tunic began to turn pink, then red. Only cowards dress in iron, Kraz declared, circling. No one wore armor in the fighting pits. It was the blood the crowds came for, death, dismemberment, and shrieks of agony. The music of the Sikh Scarlet Sands. Sir Barrison turned to him. This coward is about to kill you, sir. The man was no knight, but his courage had earned him that much courtesy. Um, I, I I'm reading the whole thing, but I, I know it's a little bit long. Um, so you just let him know what's up. 
Yeah. Uh, Selmy blocked the cuts in his head and let his armor stop the rest, whilst his own blade opened the pit fighter's cheek from ear to mouth, then traced a red, raw red gash across his chest. Blood welled from Kraz's wounds. That only seemed to make him wilder. He, seemed, he seized the brazier with his offhand and flipped it, scattering embers and hot coals at Selmy's feet. Sherbarrison leapt over them. That's the fucking coolest. Kraz slashed his arm and caught him. But the arrow could only chip the heart of enamel before it met the steel below. In the pit, that would have taken your arm off, old man. We are in the pit. Take off that armor. It's not too late down to throw down your steel. Yield. Die, spat Kraz, but as he lifted his air its tip gra- grazed one of the wall hangings and hung. That was all the chance Barrison required. He, op- he slashed over the pit fighter's belly, parried the air as it wrenched free, and then finished Kraz with a quick, quick thrust to the heart as the pit fighter's entrails came sliding out like a net- nest of greasy eels. Mm-hmm. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. That is I mean, funny. <laughs> I just, I like all the parts of Sir Barristan. And especially when he's fighting, you know. And because he's, like I said, he's Captain America. He's he's confident without being boastful. He's never been arrogant. He probably was arrogant when he was a younger man. But he's learned that that's not doesn't do anything. You know, so um, every time I read that part, I always, you know, it's like I read it for the first time, so. Pretty dope. Yes, all all have it. Yeah, it's fun. Who's next? You two. Guess us. I got to pee. Carry on. (laughs) 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 Um. Better call Saul. We're getting to the end of season two. Have you watched that? I saw like the first episode. Dude, it's really good. I'm sure it is. I I know I'd like it. I it's love Breaking a, Bad. It's good. It's it's a lot like Breaking Bad. I mean, I know it's it's supposed to be, but I mean, Walter's never in Better Call Saul, though, is he? No. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know if he shows up anytime. He at might the at end the end. Up. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, because it is kind of building up to that. And it can't be too far before Breaking Bad because they show Mike's in it. Well, Tico's in it too. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. Um, he wasn't quite so crazy in. When he first was in it, was he? Oh, he's yeah. Not was he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was my degenerative thing. And the more fucking meth he snorted, the more the worse he got. Well, they make comments like, you know, once he does drugs, like he's insane. Mm-hmm. Like Hector's yeah, in it, but he's not him. quite like something's going to happen to Hector. Mm-hmm. And I think. Oh, yeah. Hector's in it. And he's not like in a wheelchair. So yeah, he's he's still like walking really? around. Yeah. yeah something's so going something to happen. I thought that was I thought that was like something that happened a long time before. Right. But. No, he's he's an asshole. Yeah, he's yeah, but he's, he's a, good, a great actor. He's yeah, a good bad saying, guy. Dude is so good. Yeah, really he's in fucking Hector. Scarface. Hector. He's in Scarface from uh, no shit. Breaking Bad. We're what we're talking about. Better Call Saul. Like he's is the old man with the ding 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 ding. Yeah. yeah, he's great in everything. You know what? One of his most off the wall roles is. I'm not trying to just real quick. Is it when he's? It's one of those movies where there's an extended gay sex scene where they're doing a 69 <laughs> and they bypass the balls and the penis and they go straight for the I butt. Think that's it. It's called a muddy niner. Gretchen. <laughs> Gretchen, quit trying to sell it. I um, think it's sold, dude. It's sold. <laughs> Chuck's uncomfortable, but You're off the air. changing the name of the show. <laughs> I'm gonna, off the air, he's the mascot. <laughs> um, no, he would, he played a elevator repairman in uh, The Secret of My Success with uh, Michael J. Fox. Hmm. Just a shit. bit roll. Just a random. Know? Yeah. I know something's going to happen to him, though. Cause like so, Mike. Mike is my favorite character. He just they keep making Mike just the best. I just love him. Um, 
But his granddaughter's not much. Like, she seems about around the same age as in Breaking Bad. So, like, the timeline, it can't be too far before Breaking Bad. It's not. So, <clears throat> I don't know what happens to Hector, but I feel like Mike has something to do with it. But I don't know yet. What, Mike beat him until he fucking can't walk? That would be awesome. Well, he's already been kind of intertwined with them. It's so good. I love it. And then there are scenes. So, like, I think Aaron's talked about that before. They'll do, like, cut scenes of, like, Walter making meth. And there's, like, music playing or whatever. But they do the same thing with Saul, like, yeah. breaking some law. He's... <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is, pretty much. He's pulling a scam. Yeah. He loves it. That's what he lives for. Um, it's yeah, great. He, deep in his heart, and do, they do a really good job, deep in his heart, Jimmy is a, or Saul, Jimmy is an absolute scam artist. That's, that's all he wants. He, he's what he's good at. That's why he became a lawyer. Yeah. Well, the fucking first part, he's on Breaking Bad. He's like, take a dollar and put it in my pocket. And everybody Take knows, a dollar and put it in my pocket. And that's 100% bullshit. Is it? Lawyers have been like, that's bullshit. Okay, but well. it's a great scam because yeah, you and me wouldn't know that. Okay, now I'm now I'm your counsel, right? So it's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's all it's you know privilege. I can't you know tell anything. Yeah, and now this is privileged information or whatever. It's bullshit, but it's great. There's no yeah. paperwork or anything. Well, I mean, nobody's gonna look into that really. So you remember his brother, though, right? Yeah, Michael McKeon. So I hate him. He doesn't treat Jimmy very good. He's no. terrible to him, but he's absolutely one hundred percent right about everything. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like Skylar. Skylar's right. You shouldn't be cooking meth and selling it. Yeah. <laughs> but even the second go around with Skylar, I was like, I can empathize with her a lot. I feel like she got shit on a lot when this was like airing. Given everything that's going on, I was like, I completely understand Skylar's motives. I understand. Yes. In the end, she's a shithead too. But like, I understand where she's coming from. With um, With his brother though, he can't. He is so jealous of how likable Jimmy is. Saul. Yeah. He can't. He is just not likable. That's the problem. It's and Ted Cruz. He's buttoned up. He's business. Ted Cruz is a fucking king. You shut your mouth. <laughs> he's he's so uptight and so like organized and you know he's just he always, does everything right and he's he, and done he, everything and he feels, right. He feels resentful for by the book because Jimmy doesn't do anything exactly. Right. He it. he takes shortcuts and he can't stand it. Jimmy right. got his law degree from the University of American Samoa. Yeah, that's what it is. He, he hates it. He does. He was like, that's it's like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, he can't stand it. And all all he's ever wanted is to make him proud. Like that's always been his goal. Hey, Jimmy to make his brother. Proud. Yes. Oh God, he's never going to do that. No, it's. He'll never do it. And right. it's that's the the dynamic. And you hate his brother. His name's Chuck. I'm always like, fuck Chuck. <laughs> but like <laughs> he's such an asshole to him. But then he's suffering from like he thinks he's sensitive to electricity. Yes. And like such a good character. It's so yeah. there's one scene where he's in the hospital, a bunch of shit happened, and they're they shoot it. He's like laying on the table, and I mean this is his hell, right? Like all the lights and the machines and everything. This is Jimmy? No, this is his brother, Chuck. Okay. So he thinks he has kind of like an allergy to electricity. Like he can feel the currents yeah, in his body. He's very sensitive. sensitive. Like, like he, he doesn't, everything is unhooked in his house. Um, I think he might just use the stove, the gas stove to make coffee and he's shit He's like the a morning. kerosene. Kerosene yeah, heaters, like a camping stove. Camping stove. So he's just an OCD. He, he doesn't go into um, the office anymore. 
Uh, he wears like, or he puts like a, he puts on like a cellophane, not cellophane. What's the, like a rescue blanket with the, looks like tin foil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wears that shit all the time. Like they lined one, you might not have gotten there, yeah. yet, but they lined his suit with that. Yeah. So he could go to work one day for a big, important meeting. And they'd like, uh, they turn off all the lights. Like he's, Take your watches off your cell phones. Yeah. And you have to ground yourself. Like he's, you have to hit good, the thing. It's, it's a good character. It's, it's so, it's crazy. But there's a scene that they shot and he's laying on the bed and, oh, and man, shot like good. looking down at him and he's looking up and he was like, you guys turn off the lights, turn off your, and he has a concussion. It shows him panicking. He's freaking out. And it's just the way I was like, man, that was good acting. Just like. Who knew Lenny had it in him? Yeah, right. He's Lenny from, <laughs> from Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. It's so good. Hello, Laverne. My God, that scene. Like, I was watching. I told I leaned. I said, yeah, I was this so is making me out. uncomfortable. It's stressing me it's out. It's so right. really good. And <clears throat> it, oh, it's so good. Um, but Mike, and they bring back the uh, the arms dealer, that character. That guy might be my so favorite good. character in the entire uh, two shows. The arms dealer. He's I don't know just, if I remember him. He's the he, guy that sells... Uh, uh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Walt sells Walt the 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 rotating gun that he makes. That was at for, the end. So yeah, at the end. it's not quite as you know. There's a couple other huh? scenes. He, I don't remember him. He wasn't as he wasn't. There's a as couple much. other. He sold Walt his first gun. Oh the guy, yeah, the guy in the convenience him store, yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. And he's so honorable, and he's just yeah. like. I, I make money off repeat business. No charge. Like Mike wasn't ready to buy the thing yet. And mm. he was like, no charge like this, you know, not yet. And I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. And he's just like this really straight up guy. I don't know. I just, he's a good character. And like, clearly people liked him. So they brought him back a little bit more for the show. Right. He's great. He was in uh, El Camino too. Yeah. Um, he's, it's like the character. I like the character that, that got people out of the life. That yes. I love yeah. Robert Forrester. I think is that is that actor's name, and he died briefly after uh, after Breaking Bad. One, no shit. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. yeah, that was he was a really good character. Yeah, there's such good storytelling, and yeah, it's fun. It, yeah, um, I've really enjoyed it. And I'm trying to think what else. I listen. <laughs> so there's a. It's a murder podcast. It's called Mommy Doomsday. It's a Dateline, like, short, like, six-episode series. And you got Keith Morrison and his all, all of his amazingness. And I Hell only yeah. see uh, what's-his-face. Um, I'm horrible with names. From SNL, who does his impression on there, and it's perfect. He's my favorite. I'm blinking. Uh, Barry. Yeah. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Hader. He does. He does that sketch on SNL of him. It's so good. Um, anyways, yes. <laughs> Have you seen where they, he's at Dateline and they bring him in? No. And, and he, he nerds out yeah. like total fanboy. It's so cute. <laughs> um, anyways, the, this one's about Lori Vallow, and I know the story, and it's really recent. But like hearing her, ta- like they had the clips of her talking and like the interviews and shit. <sighs> She's the worst. So she's um, she's had like five husbands, I think. That's four too many. If you ask, <laughs> if you ask this cowboy. <laughs> the first one, there's really no history at all. The second one, she has her first, her little, her girl. No, her son with him. And then she remarries to the next guy. They had their daughter. He was allegedly abusing the kids and it wasn't a good situation. And then she gets married to the fourth guy. Like, 
it's the story is insane. If somebody was like putting this in a movie, you'd be like, this is too much. Like, but she's part of like the Mormon church and it starts turning into a cult. Like she thinks like there's 144,000 people that are going to be saved. Everybody else is going to die. The, the people, heavens in Missouri. It's Idaho. Idaho. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but she, like the people who aren't going to make it and they're like, evil and the devil has a hold of them are called zombies her children become zombies and that's where like nobody can find the kids she has a daughter the oldest son wasn't part of this he was older and he was kind of out of the picture at that point but her daughter tylee and then they her and her fourth husband had adopted a boy um jj and he was like six he has he had autism like he was a good kid and uh so long story short, they killed them, but they were missing. Like they just kept making up all these lies about like where the kids were. And this was like last late last or 2019s when they finally found the bodies. They had buried them in this pet cemetery. Oh, I don't want to get buried in a pet cemetery. Right? It's mm. fucked up. Joey Ramone. <laughs> but like you hear her, like the police are at her house and she's like, oh, you know, JJ just loves movies. I bet, you know, my friend is taking him to the movies. They were watching Frozen. Like she just I has wonder, an answer for everything. I wonder and, like, if there's an old man wiping off a carburetor. Don't go over there. <laughs> <laughs> Bad things happen over there. It's Herman Munster. Soil to Herman Munster. But just like hearing, hearing how like nonchalant she is just about lying and her kids are clearly dead and they've um, been dead women are terrible i think that's what sums, <laughs> sums up the entire the moral, uh, the moral of the story <laughs> she ends up marrying this like he was really popular in the church or something he had been married for like 20 some years like him and his wife are great they get together and what's fun like somehow her ex-husband's parents had her Amazon login and they found out where they'd moved to because they were really good about like shit would kind of come to them and then they would leave. So they found the new address. They had ordered ring like wedding rings two weeks before his wife conveniently died in her sleep hmm. and no autopsy. So they, I think they like uh, buried or dug her back up and like are doing an autopsy on her now. How'd they kill the kids? <sighs> I... I don't, I'm know, not I don't exactly wanna, sure I really how. They I think the brother did it. Her brother, she like manipulated her brother. He killed. So her her ex husband was killed. Like he was shot. There was an altercation. He was protecting himself. Like this story is insane. Her third husband is also dead. He had a heart attack under mysterious circumstances. But he you was know, I cremated. Relate, I can relate to a lot of this. <laughs> my wife disappeared under very mysterious circumstances. And story, I, I, I remain a person of interest, but no charges have been filed. It really bothers you until you get a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Long talk days. to me about my missing ex-wife until I've had my coffee. <laughs> but I highly recommend it. It's called Mommy Doomsday. And it's Keith Morse in all of his glory. Yeah, he's great. Yes. It's so perfect. Sometimes he'll just make little like quirky comments, and I'm like, "Thank you, I needed that. Thank you." But it's it's horrific, and I think hearing her because I knew the story, but hearing just how emotional she was about the whole thing, it's oh, it's terrible. Sociopath. Women are awful. Yep, it's true. true, but the like religious cult part of it too is so fascinating. Like. 
Didn't it's she, got it, didn't it's she got it all. like live with her kids buried in her house for a while? No, I'm thinking I'm getting I'm getting murders mixed up. You are. Yeah. 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 I think they were on his prop the her recent husband's property and they I don't know how they figured it out, but they did. They knew where to, to, to dig up. Yeah, that's wild. I think they had found like there was some story. Somebody had said something about like there was a raccoon or something and they had to bury it. And like the timelines were just like weird. The raccoon were the kids. They were talking about the children. It's fucking nuts. I highly recommend it. It's, it's insanity. And it just happened like 2019. Yeah, so recent. Weird. She's supposed to go to court like in August of this year. Jesus Christ. But who knows? Favorite things. Alex Jones on <laughs> uh, the Andrew Schultz podcast. Flagrant two. Flagrant the flagrancy. Two. Let me just. I, I have no plug in. Is there so a supercut? There's not a supercut. There needs to be a supercut. Here, but I I don't. Here we go. Oh, you can't plug it in. Yeah, but yeah. I can now. I'm going to use your phone. Just like the opening. <laughs> Man, that, that that episode has 1.2 million That's views. That's probably their biggest episode by now. This is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All there plugged in now, all snuggy. Oh, shit. I haven't done that for a while. There we go. This, the beginning of this is hilarious. That's commercial. I like commercials. You can't tell I'm trans. Look at this body. Slap <laughs> him. Yeah. I believe Elon Musk is part of an alien invasion of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting married. <laughs> Super drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to Flavor. He is yeah, one of yeah, he is he uh, might be my favorite guest, guest a of wild anything boy on the podcast. Our most flagrant guest, probably our most. Flagrant. I'm serious. I think like he takes flagrancy to another level. Um, Bush at that time, maybe the Bush's opposition was the one. Yes, I'm trying to get to where he's I mean, fucking with that voice. Of course, they're going to be the other host. On their side. And that's the thing. It's fair to say all that. So, like the average guy that's lost his job in West Virginia yeah. and he's getting these messages usually run by the left to be a racist or whatever because they want to create division. Well, I can't find it now. He, he then feels empowered because someone... But, dude, you know it is filled with like one-liners, like things I'm going to repeat from here on the rest of my life. Well, he talks about when he went to the uh, Bohemian Grove. He does talk. He was like about fucking that. Danny Glover was there. It's all Danny Glover. <laughs> they're like, what about Mel Gibson? He's like, I'm not gay, but I'd fuck Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not gay, but if you bend over right there, I'll fuck you. <laughs> yeah, say, it sounds like you're kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> It does sound like he's. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty on the nose. Really I'm, I'm that telling good. you, I I had this thought. If you sat down with the most <laughs> the MSNBC, yeah. so these Sorry. two guys, the guys most gay? MSNBC no. person, Autobots. and lean into this funny side Autobots? of yourself. Yeah. He's I drunk. think you'd be saying a lot of shit. He's telling them, you know, to lean in and be, be a comedian. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true. I'm off board. But if you just lean into the funny. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I've can still do. Said, you can still say truth. Sit on my lap. 
face out of the gas Get on over here. Get on over here. What do you want for Christmas, What do you want for Christmas? If you break the chair. Come on. Get over here, boy. my girl. You ever seen a grown man naked? This is terrifying. Yeah, you smell good. I know you weren't just hanging out at the bohemian party. Right he looks like a puppet on his lap. Oh, he looks like a ventriloquist, bro. He's a finger puppet. Yo, do the ventriloquism, Matt. Go. Do it. <laughs> Jeff Dunham puppet. <laughs> I can kill you. <laughs> We're getting married. <laughs> it's okay. You don't want to go. I got trying so hard to be comfy, bro. <laughs> So what is, that that guy right there doesn't he's not an Alex Jones fan coming into it. Yeah. And then going out of it, he was like, Man, that guy's a fun hang. Follow you into war. <laughs> <laughs> he tells him in there, he goes, like, hey, I don't like anything you do, but like lean into this comedy stuff, I'm in. Like he did like great. a five minute bit where he talked like Megatron and he sounded <laughs> yeah. exactly like Megatron. And said all this evil shit, and it was really fucking funny. Yeah. They're like, "Why don't you just do that? Yeah. <laughs> just do that." He, he, he said he believes Elon Musk is part of an alien whatever as Megatron, and it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed. I watched every second of that. Oh my god, it's so good. It was like I, I watched a lot of it, and then I re-listened to it <laughs> again. <laughs> now, any other favorite things? No, that's it. Uh, I guess mine would be the South Park pandemic special or the uh, vaccination special. Yeah, the vaccination. It's very funny. Everybody comes back. Mr. Garrison comes back and he can't understand why nobody likes him anymore. That's funny. <laughs> it's on the nose. After what he did. <laughs> if you remember the pandemic special, he they were handing the pangolin over to the CDC and he, he kills them with... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with a flamethrower, the, the CDC guy and the pangolin kills them both. Don't don't forget to go out and vote. <laughs> then he comes back and he has a um, he gets off the bus and he has a Secret Service guy and it's it's not Mister Slave, which would have been hilarious. It's just a Secret Service guy in a Secret Service suit, but he has on a thong. <laughs> Mister Service, Mister Service. Oh my God, I'm pretty. Excited Come on, Mister Service. Smacks him on the ass. They keep talking about their bro ship. It's a Cartman thing. The bro ship and how they're just going through the brochions. The brochions. Yeah. So funny. Um, it's very. It's very South Park. They're, like I said, it kind of seems like they might be done, but I hope not. I know they're really into the deep fakes. If you watch the Fred yeah. Sassy thing. I watched a little bit of that. The Waddy Whatton? The Fred Sassy. Sassy. What's the name of that? It's Fred Sassy. That's the name of the character. But it's them. And Fred Sassy has like a Trump head on. And it's the best deep fake I've ever seen. It really looks like he's talking and everything. Yeah, it does. It's really, really creepy. Uh, they're really into that. They've created a whole studio of people making deep fakes. Oh God! <laughs> Sassy justice. Sassy justice. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Um. Huh. Trying to think of other things. I'm going to go play uh, disc golf tomorrow with uh, JMO. I want to do this next time. And, yeah. Uh, Adam Brian. We'll go next time. They're playing in a tournament. Oh shit! I think JMO's tea time. JMO's tea time, which is hilarious. They have tea times. It's funny that they call them tea times. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what do you put the you put the frisbee on a tee? This is the gayest thing I've ever done. <laughs> JMO's tea time is 8 a.m. and Adam Bryant's is 8 10. So they should be done by 10 30 or 11. They're going to go to another course somewhere at some what church, I think. At? 
I don't know where they're playing at, but then afterwards they're going to play at some, I think it's the Redeemer course. Dude, these courses are all over the place yeah. in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. There's one at fucking Beckwith. Yeah. Like, we were walking around Beckwith Park, and then we just start seeing the cages. That's a fucking disc golf. Adam says that's the best one in Fayette County, too. So, yeah. It's I'll just right up there. Yeah. I, I hope I don't like it, because I don't want another thing that I do that just sucks up money and nobody cares about. I don't know, man. Like, I think it, it, it's a good replacement for hiking. Like, we can go hiking every once in a while, and then we can go play a round of uh, disc golf. <laughs> and it, is it free? Can I just walk on the... I mean, we go to Beckwith. Can you just walk around and talk to people while they're playing? <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. Like, we could go to... Would you not play? Like, no. if we all... Really? Why? I'm kidding. Of course, I would okay. play. Like, I'm wondering, like, how late are you allowed to go to Beckwith? Because I get home around 5.30-ish most of the time. That's true. I know they lock up. Could uh-huh. I? Could we go up there and play it from, like, 6 to... Eight o'clock or whatever, just to for fun after work or whatever. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll learn this stuff. It's only like fifteen minutes away. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. I don't really have anything else. Um, I started watching the Woody Allen documentary. It's a four part series about how creepy Woody Allen is, and I'm on his side. You <laughs> <laughs> look so proud. <laughs> I don't know what side I'm on, but. <laughs> It seems it, there's lots of possibilities here. It seems like one of the possibilities, I don't want to say it seems like it, but one of the possibilities is that uh, Mia Farrow has brainwashed her child into thinking that he did this stuff. Yeah. But I'm told that there's video evidence of him doing weird things. Weird in what home movies? I don't know. Well, like their whole living situation is just weird. Yeah, that like, whole thing is weird. Yeah, but they're it's both weird. just weirdos. Yeah, they're New York weirdos. Yeah. I mean, they're just she's spacey as fuck. I mean, and he's just neurotic as. And also, after they finish the documentary, two weeks before it airs, they get a hold of Woody Allen to see if he wants to make a statement about it. Oh, why, don't, nice. why don't we include him in the making of the documentary? Yeah. Why don't we get his side? Drama. They did. They do the same thing. I mean, anytime they make one of these documentaries, they they wait till it's almost out before they decide to get a hold of the people. That like, it's oh about. yeah, we're about to shit on you for four yeah. episodes. Do you want to say anything? Yeah, about they're, it? they're hour and a half episodes too, so it's yeah. a lot of shit. I love it's when they lot. do that to Scientologists. Though it's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's just watching the Scientologists try to bully people, and they're just like, well, there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of evidence about that, but. I mean, just I mean, the smoke and fire. I don't know about Woody Allen. I don't really particularly care about him. In a way, I, I kind of hope that it's true. Well, actually, I hope it's not true. I don't want anybody to ever go through that. But I hope that Woody Allen is a piece of shit just so I can not watch his movies and have, a, have, a, have an excuse for it. There we I go. mean, instead of just not watching them because I'm not interested. Yeah, because there's just so many things I need to watch. Because he puts out a movie a year. Does anybody really need to do that? Yeah, it's just so much. Some of his movies, I mean. A lot of them are good. Mom sure. used to watch them. Like, she was a big uh, Manhattan murder movie. Annie Hall, murder. I like that one. Yeah, Manhattan murder mystery. She loves that one. And he brought Dice Clay in and got Dice Clay and um, nominated for a goddamn Oscar. He's able he's to really get a really lot good. out of his actors. Like he had uh, Dice Clay. Scarlett Johansson's been in one of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one about tennis, I think. Yeah, and uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus was in one of the best ones, Deconstructing Harry, where he's like in Billy Crystal plays the devil in that. Yeah, and he's in this old elevator. And he goes down, and he's you know. Woody Allen is playing himself, I think, in that. Of course, he's and, always... And he goes down into hell, and Billy Crystal's down there, and the only... 
he's the devil, but he's just wearing a red jacket. So he's talking to mm, Yeah. Know, and you'll hear a scream. He's like, ah, oh, you know, there's like a, being Billy Christmas. I, I do remember like a scene where he's out of focus. And the only thing on the screen, and this is in the eighties or nineties. The only thing on the screen is out of focus is Woody Allen. And I was mesmerized by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm out of focus. And like, he's very blurry and everything else is fine. Right. I thought that was awesome. And there, there's one where Will Ferrell plays the Woody Allen part and he plays it as Woody Allen. And he goes, well, let me see. Um, he does the whole Woody Allen stuttery, yeah, nebbish thing. Yeah, nebbish. That's such a, <laughs> such a. It's a Jewy word. No, I was going to say very uh, <laughs> Yiddish. So Yiddish. Yeah. Spilkus, Connecticut, <laughs> Schmuck, Schlamiel, Schlamazel, Schmeckel. That's for penis. <laughs> um, Nudnik. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I agree. That is a good one. I have to pee again. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Thank wow. you, Joel. Prostate checked. Well, we could get in a muddy niner. You could check it for me. <laughs> <laughs> there. Mm. Hey, yo. Or that reverse 69 scene that you were talking about. Yeah, the muddy niner. You remember, like, the, <laughs> the muddy niner? It's a deep 69. It's where you bypass the balls and the penis and, and you graze the taint with your chin. Just with your chin, you go straight for the butthole. Get that stupid old pecker out of my face. Nobody wants that. <laughs> we're here for butt. <laughs> Uh, I ain't gonna catch a nut if I can't get that butt. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, you have it crocheted. In yeah. It's on one of those circle things. <laughs> it's right next to Live Laugh Love. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got a subreddit of the week there, champ? Yeah. You don't sound too proud of it. Oh, this is more of a subreddit community versus a, uh, mm. a shocking subreddit. I'm trying to find a song to to accompany it, but it's it's very difficult right now. Let me see. Let's do these motherfuckers. No, that's not what I want. Let's just do this. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. R slash dickle ganger. It's uh let me just read the uh, the opening page of this thing. They say we all have a twin. Someone out there has the same dick as well. The rules are simple. Post your dick and ask if anyone out there has a matching dick. <laughs> and see how close you get to someone matching your what dick. The fuck? Dick sizes and stats could be helpful, aka seven inches uh, or six inches with a right curve, uncut. Who's my twin? <laughs> the communities are so weird. Let me find. Let me find someone some comments here. Reddit's wild. <laughs> this one has it's the Wild uh, West. <laughs> What cock looks like yours? Anyone find their match in this lineup? <laughs> there's a lineup of penises. And there's two people that's commented on this. I'm pretty close to number seven. <laughs> I think eight would be the best match. Hold on. Oh, there's another whole lineup. I guess the whole lineup thing is the thing now. Oh, here we go. 
Oh, see, this is just like somebody commenting that that's a beautiful dick. <laughs> okay, and that just says nice. This isn't as fun as I wanted it to be. But what a funny concept. Let's, let's scroll. It's a great concept and it's a great name. Yeah, the name's perfect. Let me go up here to, to uh, top. Let's go all time. See if uh, we can find one with uh, a bunch of comments. <laughs> like this one. It's just. There's a wiener. Okay. And then the comments are great. Are, are just like. Okay, this is a guy posting. He says uh, 5.5 through 6 inches. Where's my twin? And then the comments are Hey, ours are very similar, but may not be the same. <laughs> This is so stupid. <laughs> we are very similar. I love your cock. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> love yours too. God. Yeah, you two are very similar. Oh my god. What a great uh And then we got, you know, some I wanna ride that one so bad. Hot dude, mine is pretty similar. That's literally a perfect dick. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I had your length. It sounds like a really positive yeah, community. Say, <laughs> these guys are really nice to each other. Because if that were women, we would be tearing ships. each other apart. <laughs> and then, oh, look at this. This guy found his twin. Oh, <laughs> that's huh? so cute. <laughs> those penises look a lot alike. They really do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're dickle gangers. <laughs> This episode has been three hundred percent dick. Rails. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. That's right, you cucks. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. It's the period report with Elena. I'm not on my period. Oh, my own. Can you believe it? Not on her period. No trash coming from her gas nose. Hooch coming from her gooch nose. Precipitation coming from the baby making station. That shaft, he's one bad mother. Watch your mouth. I'm just talking about shaft. <laughs> he's a complicated man. No one understands him but his woman. He's John Shaft. <laughs> you guys ever watch Can a shaft movie? It? Have you guys ever watched a shaft movie? No, I haven't. Tremendous. But I know the originals, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember the shaft from like 1989 or 98. I remember with, that one. Uh, Samuel Jackson. Sam Jackson. The only thing Didn't I remember. Did he make another it, one here recently? There's one recent too. Yeah, but it was like a reboot. And it's, mm. What are we doing here? 
He said uh, my, the only line in it that I remember. He, he said, "It is my duty to please that booty." <laughs> that was in the commercial, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of like the commercial for that one movie. He's like, "You're the man now, dog." <laughs> Rule number one: How do I know you're not a cop? <laughs> That's not. That's a question. <laughs> that can't be a rule. That's not a rule. What movie was that? That's The Rock. Is yeah. it The Rock? <laughs> and Michael Bay was like, "Keep rolling. That's awesome. What We're a getting it." You know, great mean, fucking movie. I loved it. <laughs> Got those glowing things and the yeah. I always wanted it. some of those. <laughs> it, was like, With, it was some sort of nuclear weapon, right? No, it was. Uh, it was VX gas. Mm. Which is pretty awful. Well, we did it. We did a nice Friday yeah, episode. So Lots of butt stuff. <laughs> Dicks. That was weird. Butt. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Muddy Niner is going to be sweeping the nation. <laughs> there was a real vibe tonight. <laughs> just dudes eating butt. Just like bros should. <laughs> Take us out. Gotcha. I look forward to playing... Um, Disc golf with JMO and Adam Bryant tomorrow. Adam Bryant will be listening to this while he's on his way to play awesome. disc golf, Aww. which is two gay things. <laughs> <laughs> this like. to the podcast disc of, golf. Listening to the podcast of the man you're getting ready to play, that you're getting ready to play disc golf with. Very gay cute. squared. That's so that cute. Is, <laughs> gay cube. He's got JMO with him, who is a gay ginger. <laughs> That's gay to the 25th power. I hope JMO doesn't get mad when I say stuff like that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's not gay. I, I don't think he. Wink. <laughs> I'm going to butt fuck JMO tomorrow until he dies from it. That's what's happening. Good night. Good night.